look at them now. I got them hopping in that photo, photo, photo. Look at them now. That is why I'm trying to kick it like a dojo. Alright, <clears throat> well, let's get it. We are in the building again. Uh, Sharp Tank. You guys know what time it is. Uh, we had a good day yesterday. Um, not bad at all. Um, the Grizzlies game uh, was probably the game that popped off to me uh, at first. I woke up and I saw the line and I was like, okay, first off, why are the Hornets favorite over the Grizzlies? Um, I didn't expect that game to go over 221, but woo, they were scoring. But it is the Hornets, so it was probably some run and gun. Um, but again, like I said, good day. We took Memphis uh, first half. I'm sorry, Memphis second half plus one. Memphis full game, sprinkled a little on the money line. Um, took Lakers money line. I didn't think they were going to cover, but they covered first half, second half, and full game. So everyone's hurt. Yeah, I mean, what what the West is? I don't know. It doesn't look as as it still looks good, but without carrying those guys, I kind of feel like I don't know. Like, is it wide open for the Lakers? Or it's definitely wide open for the Lakers. They they're they're clean as far as the injuries go. You know, we'll yeah. see we'll see how how they deal with load managing. Yeah, AD yeah. and LeBron because I think that they should. Okay. You know, they should they should do that. Yeah. Um, but I don't I don't see a team that's as deep as them. Yeah. I mean there's there's I mean Clippers look good, obviously, bench. Um and the reason why I want to talk about this is kinda of funny. So the Toronto Raptors beat the Lakers um at the Staples Center. Okay? Then they turned around and they had to play play the Clippers. And the Clippers beat Toronto Raptors. So it, it's just, it's kind of funny, you know, how Lakers lose. And then, the, you know, it's just one of those things, you know, it's like, oh, well, you guys lost yeah. to the Raptors and we just well, beat the shit out of them, you know, like. But there's a, there's a roundabout <laughs> way in the NFL that the uh, the Dolphins are better than the Patriots. Yeah. B- based I, on the Dolphins beating the Jets, beating the Cowboys, beating, you know. Um, right, but, right. You know, so it, it's fun. It's fun to talk about that. But. The, the Clippers are getting Paul George back this week. Yeah. So yeah, that, yeah. that's going to be a huge lift Which for them. Which I think a lot of bettors are going to uh, start betting them, and I suggest that you don't. Uh, give it a few games. Let them get acclimated. Let let the uh, let the chemistry get, get built up a little bit. Um, I'll do a little bit of homework probably on the next segment. I should probably have enough stats uh, uh, um, on the Clippers just to see how they've been doing team total-wise and <clears throat> first half, second half, and things like that. So um, – yeah, I mean, I'm excited, man. Uh, NBA is uh, that's probably my favorite sport to bet, um, just because there's so many, you know, variables and things like that. Um, there's so many moving parts. Let me see if I can find this stat real quick. Uh, let's see, good buddy of mine on Twitter. So notable, notable NBA first quarters and first half trends. Uh, this is as of yesterday. Obviously, today is going to change. Um, the Charlotte zero and six against the spread last six. Boston under in seven last nine. Um, the Bulls under in ten last ten. The Lakers under in five of the last six. The Knicks under the last eight. 
All right, that's first quarter. First half, Memphis is 9-1 against the spread last 10. And I don't know why I didn't take them first half yesterday. I just liked them full game, but they are 9-1. Miami, 7-1 ATS against the spread, for those who don't know what that means in the last eight. Uh, the Dallas uh, Mavericks are 8-2 against the spread in the last 10. Uh, the Pelicans are 0-5 against the spread last five. And the Clippers under in under in seven of the last eight. So these are things that, you know, I send to my guys and I have them just kind of keep track of it from now and going forward. That way they don't have to go back that many games and, and find those type of things. So, you know, thank God for Twitter and you know, all those guys on Twitter that kind of <laughs> have these algorithms that kind of in bots that, that, and stuff and put that, that stuff all together. That so. send this information out. Yeah. Um, it's nice to, it's nice to have these trends because you can see where, where these are, you know, where these teams are at and how they're, how yeah. they're trending. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, do you, do you ever, do you ever like try to get ahead of the, the trend and fade it? Um, or do you use them to just kind of ride them while they're hot? Uh, it's kind of like, it depends. Baseball, hockey is to totally different. Mm -hmm. Um, those trends I think are, are stronger. Um, you know, you ride a team that was, I think three years ago I was riding, uh, you know, Dodgers, uh, actually not three years ago, last year off the all-star break Dodgers. I mean, right before, no, right after, I think it was June. That's when Dodgers got hot and then they just kind of like, eh, it was a mediocre, you know, team. Then they start, you know, obviously start hitting late. Um, in the season. And uh, so it just kind of depends because um, nothing ever stays up. Nothing, you know, what, nothing stays the same. Yeah. So what goes up must come down. That's just law. That's just fact. Um, so hear, it just kind of depends. You'll hear um, that repeatedly here. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Um, so, you know, and the Sharp Tank has this thing and we live by it. You know, we follow one hot, fade one not. I mean, hashtag <laughs> real talk. I mean, we need like some, uh, some, some DJ horns. Fruh, yeah, fruh, fruh, fruh. yeah. 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 We'll, we'll, we'll try to get something like that. Go speaking to DJ. Look who's calling me right now. <laughs> My buddy, there DJ XL. So, um, yeah, uh, it's funny. Yo, what's up with us doing the podcast and people were like calling me like right doing a session. It's kind of funny. Let me, uh, let me answer this real they quick. Since we asked the last one. Yeah. Yo, what's up, bro? What's good? I'm uh in the middle of a podcast right now. Let me uh let me hit you right back. Uh let me look at it. Okay. Um uh, give me a few minutes. Let me let me look at it. Okay, I'll hit you up. All right, bye. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So I think that like we should make that make it a habit to have um, somebody call in and ask that and break it down. Let's do it. Let's I, do I, it. I, I th that just opened my eyes that we should, he's we should actually be doing been that. doing pretty good. Shout out to my boy DJ Exile. Um, uh, arguably, probably one of the best uh, Latin DJs that are around. Uh, he does a lot of the uh, Latin events, and uh, I'll definitely have him in on the uh, OGM podcast one on one, so we can sit him down, so we can talk DJ life. But uh, yeah. Um, Boston's nine and one. My leg. Gordon Gordon Hayward's now hurt. Yeah. So they're gonna have to adjust a little bit. Um. Did you did did you get an update on how long? Like six. Uh. I think it's like six weeks. Six weeks. Yeah. Okay. So the. I'll double check right now for you. Boston Celtics are nine and one. They look good. They look. Listen. I think. Tatum has to show up. I mean, it's a long season. 
uh, and you know, obviously, you know, every everybody goes on, you know, streaks and bad streaks, and it's just not your night. And the other night, I think he shot one for eighteen. Yeah, Porzingis, I think, was like one for eleven in that game, same game, also. But um, I think they look good without him. I think Jalen Brown is playing some really, really good basketball. They're all gonna have to live the, up live up to their billing now. He cut his hair. He's balling. It's changing it changes everything. Wiggins cut his hair. He's balling. He's balling. So what, what what's going on around here? Are the, the long hair don't care thing Man. is just not going on because I'm not cutting mine. So yeah. <laughs> I might have to get to that point in my life. <laughs> well, I'm trying to be like you. I mean, my beard is not as long, but I'm trying to you know beer gang over here, baby. Uh, I wonder what would happen if Odell cut his hair. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't would know. we see the maybe. finger fingertip grabs again? Yeah, maybe. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> it's deeper than that though. <laughs> uh, Utah's eight and three. Sorry. Uh, what do you think? Not surprised. They're they're solid. They they brought in on top of having Ingles the shooter. They brought in uh, there's B- another Bogda- Bogdanovich. There you go. And uh, they have with, another guy over there that can with, shoot that ball pretty good too. I can't think of his name, but he's pretty well, good. Ingles and Bogdanovich, right? Okay, both yeah. of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they play the the three four combo. Yeah, I'm bad um, with the names. Bogdan can even. Uh, slide up and play the two but with donovan mitchell he's your premier superstar all they've done is just create create a, create ton, a of ton of space and and and, and then rudy rudy gobert go just he just eats eats everybody yeah. alive he's uh, he's been the best defensive player in yeah. the in the league yeah, for for good, quite a, quite a while i actually had a chance to meet him um cool dude and he just kind of gave me a nod like hey man watch out we're, we're we got some things coming uh, they're and flying I, under the radar still. So I just kind of looked at them and I was like, "Oh, okay." You'll right, be able well, to find some see. value in, in in these jazz. They're gonna. Yeah. And they're, they're always at tough at home. At we, home. we know home. this. We yeah, know yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. They're tough. Honestly, they could beat anybody at home. But you know, what, I mean, what, I think they were one of the teams that shocked the Golden State Warriors when they were like on like a twenty-four or twenty-five winning game streak. I think two years ago or something like that. So you know, it's, it's crazy. crazy I remember it, Golden State was favored by double digits in all those games. They probably went into Utah and it was probably like seven or something. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. and then yeah. they, you know. But all uh, right, so uh, let's talk about. Um, so I'll just go through this real quick. Just a couple of my notes that I just kind of write down, and these are games that just again they they stick in my head and they they'll never leave. Uh, I still have games in my head from probably five, six, seven, eight years ago, um, and these are just games that I pay attention to. Uh, as I said in the last podcast, they're they're. They're holy calls. I mean, they're they're really good calls. Texas Tech college basketball minus twenty four, uh, thirty nine to fifty four, up fourteen at half. Second half line was minus eleven. Uh, they killed the second half by fourteen. So, I mean, there you have it. I mean, the good thing about college basketball, I think it scares a lot of books because they can't get a lot of information on in a lot of the small schools, and a lot of you guys out there that. Um, you know, I had one of my buddies hit me yesterday, like, hey, man, you know, look, some of these games aren't listed. Well, some of those games aren't going to be listed because they know, Vegas knows if they hang a t- hang something like that, there's a sharp that's going to come in and lay fucking 100K on it. And Some of these games, they could lay 80, or I mean, they could lay 40 and still not be enough. There you go. You know, so it doesn't matter. You know, casinos just don't want to take that type of hit, especially with a school they have no information about. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So it's, it's almost like the people outside, the betters are getting to the point where they have quicker information, information than, the, than, than, the book, than the actual than book, the book yeah. does it's, it's at that point technology yep that's it simple as that technology so um it's important you know you and i tell people all the time you know you what's the fastest uh social media platform out right now it's twitter to it's me, twitter yeah it's twitter everybody's a news reporter if you got twitter it, it breaks faster than any other platform i believe and yep. correct me if i'm wrong but well, I, I mean you got to think it, 
there you can't have anything relayed through the television quick quicker than somebody in the stands who sees something and happen just tweets, just tweets it, it. And, and it just and that's crazy. and that's what happened. Yeah. So, um, golly call right here. This 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 next one I'm going to talk about is uh, I was at the sports book yesterday, and a buddy walked by. I was ordering some food to go, and I was sitting on both of my phones trying to get some action in, and LSU versus VCU college basketball yesterday. The score was 38 to 50 at halftime. Okay. There was 22% on LSU plus three. Or sorry. Yeah. 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 22% on them full game. Okay. 38 to 50. I'll say it again. 38 to 50 at half. Okay. Second half line was minus three LSU. Again, these are the same calls as the Boston being down 16. Same calls as Golden State Warriors been. Listen, it's the same movement. There's it's, the, it's, it's the same call as that 103 and a half over. It's the same movement. Same thing. It's the same movement. It's just one's a total and one is a, a spread. But it's mm-hmm. the same movement. But anyways, um, buddy of mine walked by and he's like, yo, you think uh, LSU can come back? And I said, what's the score? And he goes, man, they're down big. And I said, okay, well, what's the spread? He goes, minus three. I said, take it. He's going, you sure? I said, take it, (laughs) right? I literally did a little bit of homework on, um, you know, yo, LSU's ranked. You know, I mean, these guys shouldn't be down. I mean, you saw the full game spread. They're SEC team. Yeah, there you go. So I'm like, take it, you know, and they came back. Not only did they win the second half, um, they covered the plus three as well. So my buddy was like shaking when I told him. I was like, how much did you lay on it? He said, 500. I said, stop looking at the score. You know, you give yourself a heart attack. A a lot of it. And that's the thing. A lot of guys, I don't watch a lot of games. I just want to see the highlights. I want to see the highlights of the, of the, of the game because I want to see. It's important to treat it like who does what in crunch time, Mm -hmm. who, who can step up when you're down by four and you get an and one. And now you're down by one. You come down the other team so pressured and so furious that you just got that and one. They are out of their rhythm. And then before you know it, you guys win the game by two. And there you go. I want to know. I want to know these type of people that, do, that you know. That are can, affecting games late. There like you in go. baseball, hitting late. There you Who, go. Same thing. We need, we need to start tracking um, a, like a, a late game usage yeah, rate usage. Percent, usage rate field goal percentage within the last two minutes of a game within eight points all that stuff we need to have those we need to get i'm so down to do that because i think it's it's crazy you know live bets even in soccer you know soccer i, I got a few soccer guys out there i'm gonna bring a few in I and love, we'll get them I on love me some soccer after 80 minutes what happens the score can be zero zero before It'll you know go, the score it goes insane yep. it goes insane after 70 minutes so if you can sit there and live bet and again i again you have to have certain tools, and you have to know what you're doing when it comes to lot bet, uh, lot betting. Um, some of those you have to pay for. Yeah, it's a gift and a curse. Yep. So you you really have to understand what's going on. But anyways, uh, great call, uh, great comeback by LSU. Um, um, to come back second half. Um, let me see what else I got on the map. Uh, yeah, Raptors versus Clippers, Staples Center, Lakers trend. Yeah, Lakers again going into Phoenix. Vegas just kind of disrespecting them, and uh, they'll start putting some respectable lines on them pretty soon, and then probably the Lakers will probably start not covering probably mm-hmm. here soon as well. So you got to figure. I mean, we'll, they're we'll, one of the the big the big public teams 
right that you see everybody yeah, just kind of jumping on a lot of guys are like well why are you betting a money line i'm like bro i'm betting i want to open parlay you know i throw 250 300 bucks on it and it yo, it still pays because you know, they're gonna it. win and we need to get to the next there slot there you go that's it next slot that's all it's about so um yeah lakers look good man they're, they're playing some good basketball i'll do a little bit more homework on some other teams tonight um i kind of missed the highlights last night um but you know we'll get back in the lab and get that done um, kind of the last game I wanted to talk about, uh, 76ers versus Charlotte. 76ers was minus 14. Again, the same things that I'm going to repeat over and over and over again until you guys understand that, you know, we do these second halves for a reason. Um, you know, we might not be able to bet every single day, um, but we will find edge in, in some of the games. So 76ers is minus 14. Full game spread against Charlotte. The score was 58 to 55. I'm pretty sure there was nobody on Charlotte against the 76ers. And I'm pretty sure the guy that laid, well, if there's people out there that laid the minus 14, which I probably would have laid because I'm not afraid of a 14. But he And you're was, not afraid of Charlotte. Not afraid of Charlotte either. He probably was trembling seeing that his team was down three on a minus 14 spread. So it goes back to what I tell you guys about the Golden State Warriors being down 20 at Dallas, right, and them coming back. So a minus 14 spread, they're down three at halftime. Guess what the second half line was? Just take a while, guys. Six. 11. 11. Vegas showed their hand. Yep. Okay. So a minus 14 full game favorite is down three going into halftime. And they put eleven up on the board, so they knew they were coming back to that game, coming back to win that to win for sure. Now, and did they end up? Now, cover, they end now up for those out there, let me just reiterate this now, and let me just say something about it now because I know there's going to be some guy out there like, "Oh, I heard Choco say on the podcast of a minus fourteen full game spreads down, whatever." No, there's there's levels to everything. Obviously, you have you to know, track. You got to know where the money is. You have to know where the money is. Okay, you have to have some respectable books, different books, not minus one ten. Vig line books. Um, you have to be tracking with the money line that is attached to the minus 11 and also the total. Did the total go up or down? So, again, there are other variables that go into second halves that you have to pay attention to. But listen, <laughs> the public would have took the plus 11. Why? Because of what they've already seen. Cushion. Cushion. Like we got, yeah. I mean, why? Why would a normal person not take a plus eleven when their team with a minus fourteen spreads down three? Yeah, like, oh, these guys are not gonna come back. Well, guess what happened? It was probably it was probably like four minutes into the third quarter. It's probably a three point game or something. Crazy. So second half minus eleven. Uh, this, um, Vegas showed his hand is what I written down. Mm-hmm. Charlotte forty five for the second half. You want to take a wild guess what the 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 seventy sixers scored the second half? How many they scored? Yeah. 70? 61. So, yeah, you're right around the same. Yeah. I mean, they let me down last night. I actually put on Twitter yesterday that uh, that game should have went over yesterday. And it honestly should have went over yesterday. Uh, the total was 106.5. They scored 103. But 76 scored 12, 13 points. I think maybe 15 points in the fourth quarter. So I kind of think I did. I kind of think I capped that right. But, right so, so, but I wasn't expecting the 76ers to score. You know, come on, bro. Like, how, how do you feel about the, the the adage of um, 
being so some people say you can be on the right side of a loss and some people say no a loss is a loss do you feel like last night okay that you were on the right side even though it didn't come in um i'll 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 give you my my two cents okay because i don't think there's a right or wrong answer really but human beings make mistakes things happen basketball yes so before i answer that orlando scored 32 points in the fourth quarter 32 points in a quarter that game was supposed to go over, mm-hmm. okay? Because 76 has only scored 15 points. If they score 20 points, <laughs> if, if they sc- it if, goes over. If they score 18, it, pu- 18, it pushes. It pushes. <laughs> you see what I'm and, saying? And so, te- teams so, average, 20, what, 20, 25, 26, so that, 27? That is getting to what you just asked me. Here's how I feel about it. If you make a call and you lose within, I want to say, two to three points, the last minute fouls, that stuff comes into play. If you lose a bet and it's like, I want to say probably six or more, or probably even five, five or more. It's tough to justify. Five is a gray area. Yeah. Because, again, a lot of shit can happen in the last minute of a game. Mm-hmm. Guy comes down, <clears throat> gets fouled, misses a free throw. Okay. We've seen a bunch in Laker games. The score is 102 to 103, but he misses the free throw. So that missed free throw with four minutes left, and they lose by one, comes back and does what? Mm-hmm. It haunts you, right? Yep. And I don't think people pay attention to that. Even when I'm playing basketball, I'm like, look, your miss in the third quarter is why we lost. So we have to get that back. You know? If, if you miss five free throws in the third quarter and we, and we lose by two, that's what you can actually you, you yo, can hang your hat on. That's why. Yo, like real talk, like you make your free throws, we win this game because everything that happened after those free throws was going to happen regardless, right? So that means we win. So again, you know, uh, uh, people will disagree with me when it comes to that, and I'm okay with that. You know, I, I take all criticism, mm-hmm. good, bad, ugly, all of it. Uh, you know, throw it at me. I but I'm gonna stand on what I stand on, and I just think that. You know, if you lose a game within, you know, I want to say one to three points, I think you probably could have caught it right. Just like yesterday, the over. Dude, 32 points in the fourth quarter. All I needed yeah, him to it, do it, is score 20. Not even, really. Wait, if I would have told you at halftime that you were going to get 32 from Orlando in, in the fourth quarter. I didn't, you, even think, you, I, I didn't even think Orlando was going to score that many points. I honestly <laughs> thought the 76 is what it came back. The second half line yeah. was minus five. Sabor asked me. I was like, no, nah, I don't like it. And there's and again, how can I eyeball? I was at work. How can I eyeball a number and just look at it and be like, "Yo, no, nah, I don't like it." And it's a minus five. That's a pretty steep line. But seventy six was on the road, and I was like, "Nah." It wasn't then beat out. Yeah, I just wasn't. I didn't feel it. The line didn't. It didn't. It didn't grab me like it. Like the second half minus eleven, grab me. It didn't grab me like the the VCU ver, or uh, the LSU versus um, Bama game yesterday. You know what I mean? Or I'm sorry. Nope, that's wrong. Uh, LSU versus VCU game, mm-hmm. you know? And that line minus three, I was like, yo, they can come back and win. And I wish my buddy called in or I wish I had my buddy next to me because he was like, bro, you literally called that. I was like, bro, they can come back and win. At, at one point, the score was 80 to 80. And I was like, bro, do you know how much that team was down? And they came back. I was like, bro, welcome to the second half, buddy. This is why I bet them. And there's real value in them. <laughs> this is why, because the books can't adjust fast enough. I mean, they can adjust a little bit, but, you know, I feel like when you go through enough bets, if you go through a 1,000 bets, document it, like bet a 1,000 bets over a season or two years, 
three years or whatever, I think you kind of just start seeing things. You can start eyeballing things. Just like when I woke up and I saw the Grizzlies, shout out to my boy EJ, EJ Cutliff. Uh, I gave him Memphis. I was like, yo, take Memphis plus three, bro. He was like, oh, the line changed. I was like, I don't care. Get a line on Memphis. Like, I don't care what line you get. Just get one. I don't care what line. It could have been one. I still would have told him to take it. And I'm, I was hitting it regardless. That's the first thing I first thing I looked at when I woke up. I was like, why is Charlotte? Because they're at home. That shit don't mean anything. That that doesn't mean anything. Like, what, not what? not for Charlotte. Not what? It, it might it might in Utah. Yeah, but but that, not not in this situation. That, That's no, every every single know? every single game is unique to itself. Yeah, I mean, just like the Rockets yesterday. Why was the Rockets minus? So I was explaining this to some guys at like one o'clock in the morning last night. We we're all sitting at a table, and they're like. How did you know the Rockets? How, like, how did you? I was like, dude, the second half pushed. Vegas is sharp. The second half was minus three. It pushed, right? But they covered the full game. First of all, why are the Rockets minus two against the Clippers? The Clippers are better on paper. That that should and your, your eyes tell you that, that they're should, better. Yeah, I mean that should have been your wake up call to take the Rockets. I took them. I had to. You know, I didn't post it, but you know, there's just certain games I won't post. I was really impressed with Wash uh, Boston did against Washington. They scored 140 points at home. Boston normally doesn't score that many points at home. But again, this team this year. Well, they found with, they found with, a way to get it done. Kimball Walker, I just think that they can score more points. Boston is scary. Don't be surprised if Boston and, and the Lakers end up in the finals. It would be great. Don't be surprised. It's a great storyline, by the yeah. way. Storyline, storyline, storyline. You heard it here. Sharp Tank, Rolling Sevens, Las Vegas. You heard it here. Don't be surprised because they want to bring that dynasty back. Right, it's good for views. It's good for the NBA when the so, Cel- if the Celtics and Lakers could squ- square off in the who, modern day. Who like, went to the awesome. World Series last year? Uh, not this past year. The, the, not this past World Series that just ended. Who went? The one that just ended, or the one two last year? Not the one that just ended. The one before. I can't remember. Boston. <laughs> Did they versus who? I can't remember. The L.A. The, the Dodgers. Dodgers. The Dodgers. Okay. The dynasty is coming back. Yeah. Boston. L.A. Versus, Boston versus L.A. Why you think LeBron's? There you go. You know, where was Kyrie? In Boston. Yep. Where was LeBron? Lakers. They're trying to bring it back. You know what I mean? So, and and again, just, you know, look, that's my crystal ball working. Uh, uh, but you know what? Just just pay attention. You got to think that they're, they they might be the, the, the deepest as far as stars go in, mm-hmm. in the East. Right. The most star power. And I think that Milwaukee is going to be hurting from Brogdon leaving. Yes. Like a little bit more yeah. than like we thought. Yeah. 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 Like, I agree with you there. You know, that's a. Let me see. I'm looking at a few lines today. Miami's minus four. Why? Only minus four in, in Cleveland. That doesn't really make sense to me. Minus four. Open the line opened up at uh, minus four and a half is at four. I think the line should be higher than that. It should be at least six, seven. It's Cleveland. I don't know. Maybe Cleveland will come out and, and, and do some things to him. Milwaukee's at home, minus 11 and a half against Chicago. Um, I haven't done a whole lot of homework on Milwaukee yet uh, at the Cribbo, but uh, we'll see what's happening. I like Cleveland. Look, I'm looking at somebody around and I said they like Cleveland to win the game. Um, Clippers minus three and a half against the Pelicans. Ooh, that line's low. Um, they got Phoenix minus eight against Atlanta. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen Phoenix minus eight against anybody in the last five years. So uh, Atlanta's going to lay an egg then. Uh, I like it at plus eight. Oh, you yeah. like the eight? Okay. Yeah, I like plus. At least like Atlanta first half. Um, you know, I have to do my homework on minus eight uh, at home versus away, 
and do some more homework. Um, uh, Denver's minus eight and a half against Brooklyn. The over under is two two two. I expect that game to go way over, but we'll see because with Kyrie on the team and holding the ball, yeesh, I don't know. I don't know about that one. We have the Cleveland Browns versus the Steelers tonight. Uh, I'm definitely going to be waiting on the second half there. I don't even care about that game at all. Everyone and their mothers uh, on Pittsburgh. Yeah, probably. But I think it's a minus three, which is a field goal line. And it should drop to two and a half if I am cr- – yeah, minus three. So um, 62% on Pitt, 52% on the over. Uh, our teasers are 12 and 2 12 last and 14. Two. Hashtag teaser gang. So we will be putting out a teaser here pretty soon. And uh, yeah, let's get, we're going to get the uh, NFL contest up here pretty soon as well. So we'll get that checked out. And um, yeah, we'll just keep some things rolling, man. Uh, everything's looking good right now. College football is almost coming to an end. Uh, my UCF, I don't know what's going on with my guys over there. They lost to Tulsa. I'm just kind of lost. I haven't even been paying attention to them after that loss. I'm like, guys, you lost to a 2-7 and seven team. Go to bed. Defense is trash. We need to invest in some defensive players over there. So, um, yeah, that's all I've pretty much got. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, we're going to start shooting uh, the OGM uh, podcast here pretty soon. We're going to be, you know, obviously sitting some people down, going one-on-one with them and uh, just talking about life, what they do for a living, um, you know, what is it like to be in Vegas, and how do we meet, and why are we still friends? <laughs> all right, so... That'll be a good insight into like your entire back backstory. For yeah, much. yeah. I mean, Sharp Tanks uh, podcast. Um, you guys just we're trying to hit all the major networks, so you guys just um, you know just look out. I'll be posting it up. Um, you can obviously follow us on Twitter, um, Sharp Tank underscore um, Choco C H O C O. Um, Facebook group is called Sharp Tank, so you guys come check us out. And then, like I said, we'll be posting a lot of uh, things on Instagram as well so you guys can keep up. Uh, More information on, uh, you know, stats and stuff like that so we can start breaking some of the games down. And before I leave, I want to break this last game down before we kind of jump off. LSU versus Bama. It was a a great game. Okay. Shout out to my boy, Shard Small, um, who has been tracking this uh, great, great stat here. Over first quarter Alabama I don't have the exact um record on it is it team total uh no just the over first quarter the first quarter just over just over first quarter it's it's hit it's money it's been money uh, I don't have the correct uh stat in front of my face but it's been money so shout out to my boy shot small for for uh and that LSU Bama first quarter actually went over as well so you can add that one up you can tally that one up for a winner LSU versus Bama, 33-13 to 13 at halftime, up 20 points. There was 10% on LSU first half, which I call great value. That's a great value pick there. Second half line was minus five, same as the game lines. 28-13, Bama scored 28 points in the second half. The score was 28-13, and uh, that was just amazing. Hey, buddy. How's it going, guy? Yeah, so, uh, so just to touch on those first first quarters, uh, you know how Bama is. They they're going to play at Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to come out and uh, like ferociously in that game. I think that that first quarter probably has value. They're probably still first first quarter over. Bama is probably still running running laps since I, the, the the LSU game. They I'm pretty sure the coach was like, 
I'm going to run the shit out of you guys. Yeah. Because that was pretty fucking embarrassing. Um, Not embarrassing because I don't take credit away from LSU, but 33 to 13. They were sloppy. The whole first half was so sloppy. It's just so bad. But from a betting perspective, it's awesome. Because it like really forces the public's perception. it was 10% on LSU. Who's going to take LSU first half against the greatest, to me, to be honest with you, Bama's not even a college team. They can probably beat the Browns. They could probably beat the Jets and the Dolphins and the, and the Redskins at yeah. the same time. Yep. <laughs> Literally, sure they can, can run around Robin, though, win them all. <laughs> Yo, real talk. <laughs> so, you know, second half line was minus five. Bama, obviously, I think they won an OT. So, I'm going to give you guys – and I'm thinking about starting this. I'll get with JD and Chris and see if they think this is a good idea. So, I was sitting in a break room at work when this happened. And one of my buddies, Anthony, uh, Tony, he's a, a French guy uh, from France. And um, he goes – I'll bet you ten bucks that, and I and I think we should probably try to do something like this. We'll take a hundred bucks. The minimum better be a dollar. The maximum better be ten dollars. We'll get on Twitch or any program, go live or whatever. We'll have people tune in. All right, you guys are probably going to steal this idea, but we're going to get it done before <laughs> you guys get to it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, and I already am going to talk to Chris about putting it in motion. <laughs> um, what if so? So what what happened was he was like, I'll bet you ten bucks that Alabama doesn't get the first down. I said, I'll bet you 20 bucks that Alabama scores a touchdown. Not only did Alabama get the first down, the next drive they score a touchdown. I said, you want to go double or nothing? Right? <laughs> what did he say? He goes, nah, we're just playing. So we, obviously we didn't do it for fun. We didn't yeah. make any money off of right. it. But I was like, God, that's a good idea. We need to create something where people can bet me or you or one of the cappers a dollar each play and then we just transfer it over to them that'd be cool it'd be a, i think it'd be a cool like little head-to-head little you know and it'd be a, hey, a chance for the public to, to win a some, few bucks something we're gonna have to develop like actually yeah. develop yeah 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 real talk but anyways so the double or nothing you know before you know it alabama scores and they play defense they come back and they score another touchdown on the first drive i think it was like a 76 yard touchdown it was crazy so, again, the score is 28 to 13 second half. Again, another great spot for you to bet, right? Mm-hmm. You see a team that's favored by five who's arguably probably one of the best schools that's ever played football, that's ever touched a football, in my opinion, in my era. 33 to 13 at halftime. It's kind of like when the Patriots played against Atlanta and the score was 24 to, what was it, 24 to three or 24 to whatever it was in the Super Bowl. Yep. It's the same spot. The second half line was 20, minus 28, six. 28 to three. It, right? Whatever it was, like I think that. it was 24 to three. Whatever it was, it was a lot too little. Well, that's, that Super Bowl situation where they couldn't have put a number up big enough. Minus six second half. Patriots came back and covered. You know Easily. where I was sitting at when everybody was looking at the game? I was sitting at a blackjack table where everybody's crowding the bar and every. I didn't want to watch it. I didn't need to watch it. I knew what the. I knew you what already was knew up. it was going to happen. Minus three full game line. Second half line was minus six. And they were down 20. Vegas showed their hand. Same thing in this this LSU game. Same thing in this 76 versus Charlotte. Minus 14 spread. Oh, uh, minus 14 full game spread. And the team's down three at halftime and they hang a minus 11. Guys, wake up. And again, there's always going to be some Joe Smo out there that's like, oh, no, it's not going to happen in every position. You just have to just sit back and wait on the, the, the ones r- the that. The right opportunity. The right opportunities. That's all. You know, once you see them and you start to be patient with them and you just start practicing them and you just start, you know, capping, it eventually just kind of come to you. 
you know, once you start seeing these things a lot, and this is, you know, obviously mm -hmm. you're in my chat, you see, you see it. Like I posted, I literally put it out there in caps so you can see, guys, this was a great spot. You know, uh, you know, you could all, it's always easy to talk about the games um, after they're done, right? But, but guys that know me and guys that see what I put up on Twitter and my sports action and, and in these groups and these chats and in Sharp Tank, they know my history of second halves and they know which ones I'm going to jump on and the ones that make sense. It's probably the one that you're scared to probably bet. But you just know it's a patented choco call. It is what it is. You know, and if you can find some guys out there that can call the second half line before Vegas drops it, tell them to call me. Because I, I can do it. I'm not right every time, but, yo, sometimes I call some of these second, like the Bulls the other day. Literally, I called, I, I didn't call it, but in my head, I was like, dude, I should probably say second half, long, no line needed. Because I know they're going to come back. Mm -hmm. You know, they're shooting bad, they're just not playing great, and they weren't playing against a good team anyway. And they end up covering the second half anyway. So, but yeah, those are those are the type of things that, um, you know, I look for, um, as I said in the last set, last segment. And then, you know, obviously we'll try to bring some new stuff into uh, the next series. That way we can kind of, um, you know, get some stats and get some guys out there that's, that's actually interested in trying to learn uh, second halves, full games, first quarters, and what does it mean, and, you know, why did this total go up? And, you know, I'll bring Paulo in, and, uh, you know, he'll talk about reverse line movement and things like that because that's just something I'm not good at, uh, at reading, reverse line movement. Um, it's just – you know, this is not my forte. You know, I stick to what I stick to. Uh, I got a team of guys that, you know, that bet for me. And uh, there's know. multiple ways to slice the cake. Yeah, I mean, there you there, go. There, there's nobody that has the entire answer. No one has it figured out. Because if they had it figured out, then there you go. Why are you not in Vegas laying $100,000 on a game? Well, I know why. Because Vegas is not going <laughs> to let you do that, for one. Um, so you have to find out different ways to do it. So. But, yeah, that's all pretty much I wanted to touch on, and uh, the contest will be up here pretty soon. It is 11.44 Pacific time in Las Vegas, and we are here at Rolling Sevens with the Sharp Tank. So that's just what it is. So appreciate you guys tuning in. Again, you guys know where to find us, and uh, I'm going to end it on the same quotes as I always do. If you don't stand for something, you will fall for everything, and if it doesn't add value to your life, I think you probably should subtract it. That's it. Sharp Tank out. This is how we do it at the Sharp Tank. <laughs> We're out. <laughs> Look at him now. I got him hopping in that photo. That photo, photo.